Welcome back to BTW Baltzfila Workshop here at the Database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, where today we resume the Yomim Noray Marathon and finally begin looking at the daytime davening, starting with Rosh Hashanah Shachris. So we will be mainly focusing on Shachris in this workshop, but we're also going to give enough attention to Berchas HaShachar and Pesukei de Zimra, because the Nusach of most of these things are really more or less the same, and we'll focus on the nuances, we'll cover all those different things. What I'll also mention at the get-go is that there's going to have to be another workshop for Yom Nuraim Shachris, because this one is not going to be covering Chazar Sashats, and we know that there are two Chazar is Chazaros Hashats, whatever the plural is. There are going to be two that we have to do, because there are two days of Rosh Hashanah, and it's a, it's a Yom Arichta. But because there are two different um, sets of piyutim, two different sets of chazar sashats, so we'll have to have um, a workshop that'll cover all of those. So that might be on the next workshop. In the meantime, we're going to focus on the opening of davening from, um, again, the opening of the davening itself through the main opening, the intro to Shacharis and HaMelech, everything up until Ga'al Yisrael, Ezra Hashem. Okay, so one thing to be aware of is that different shuls have different minhagim, so you have to know, you know, if, if, if let's say you are doing Pesukei de Zimra. Um, likely, if you're the Baal Shacharis or you're the Baal Musaf, then you're not doing Pesukei de Zimra, but if, if you are doing Pesukei de Zimra, so we're covering that right now, starting really with um, the the Birchas um, Shachar, but before that, many um, many shuls do what's brought down in the Machser is to do the Shir HaKavod, or to do Anu Zemiros. Back um, um, a few months ago, we had a a workshop devoted just to getting to the understanding of what Anu Zemiros is, and according to the Vilna Gon, it's, um, it's only recited on, on Yom Tovim, and some even say that Anu Zemiros is only recited on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So it's really, um, it's a really um, powerful song, and the you know the, the meaning. Again, we we spoke about this in different workshops. You can go back to the archives and find the workshop on Anam Zemiros where we we spoke about the meaning of Anam Zemiros. But I bring that up now because um, in Yom Noraim davening, it's the opener. So the the nusach is the the known nusach for Yom Noraim, and I'll just run through it quickly. So, Anim Zemiros, Vishirim Erog, Kielacha, Nafshi Sarog, Nafshi Chamdavitza. Sorry, sorry, everyone answers, Nafshi. Then the Chazan answers. Mide Dabri Bechvodecha, Homeli Bihialodecha, Asaprechvodcha, Vlorisicha, Adamcha Chancha, Vloridaticha. Then again. Gidulascha, Ugvurosecha, Kinuluso, Kefula Secha, and so on and so forth. And you, and you do that till the end. So basically, um, whenever you have repeating pieces, so there's going to be not just Anam Zemiros, but we'll see when we get to the uh, the parts of Davening where you're just walking into Shul, even though normally um, you would have said those already, like Adon Alam and Yigdal. So, um, or, yeah, so and even the Birchas Shachar themselves. I would switch back and forth between how you end off stanzas. So, for example, I'll do it again for Adon Olam right now. I'll do what I just did for Anus Miros. I'll just mention before that that uh, the Machzer, the art school Machzer next has Shir Shal Yom. 
so just bear in mind that we have that. So whatever whatever the Shir Shalyom is, you, you'll end off, and you'll end off with the same way. So I'm just opening randomly to Tuesday. Today happens to be Tuesday. So you'll end with the Amnurayim tune as well, I believe. So Kuma Lokim Shafta Horet Kyatosimcha Habakol Hagoyim. Okay? And then you go into Adon Olam. And I've heard even these parts being done to the Yom Emunarayim Nusach. So going back to what I was mentioning before about switching off and how you end each stanza. So um, here we go. Adon Olam Asher Malach V'terem Kol Yitzir Nivro L'yais Nasa B'chem Tzokol Azay Melech Shemun Yikro V'yacharei K'chlos HaKol V'ado Yimloch Naroha V'hu Haya V'hu Oveh V'hu Yiyeh B'sifara V'hu Echad V'in Shini So you know what I did? So um, you can end off Or you could end I think it keeps it more lively if you alternate. So anytime you have like a piece like that, where you're going through the entire piece, so it's nicer, again, if, if you're changing things up as you move along. So the same thing for Yigdal. Yigdal elokim chav yishtabach and sam v'yeneis el and so on and so forth. Okay, so you have that. Fine. Now when you get to the actual Birchus Hashachar themselves, so there there might be a different um, couple of ways that you can do it. So for example, one way you can do it is like this. Baruch Okay, so that bracha more or less will stay the way it is, the way I just did it. But for the other ones, you can decide if you're just going to, I guess, have one round of this nusach for each pasuk, or you can put two, um, sorry, each bracha, or you can put each bra- um, two brachas together. So, for example, you can, if you can, if you want to contain everything in one bracha, so it'll be like this. Baruch Right, so we're not trying to drag out the nusach and make it one long song. So that's one way to do it. Or you could put two together. Baruch atah Hashem elokeinu melech olam shelo asani goy. Baruch atah Hashem elokeinu melech olam shelo asani yoved. Baruch atah Hashem elokeinu melech olam shelo asani isha. Baruch atah Hashem elokeinu melech olam pokei hachivrim. So I actually like this version better because it, it actually shortens it. It doesn't make it drag out. So for example, the alternative, again, I'll just review what I just did a moment ago, is... You can just contain the entire nusach in one bracha. So that doesn't sound as good as what I just did before, where I did half of the nusach for one bracha, then continue the nusach in the next bracha. I think that sounds better. So um, if you... 
couldn't tell the difference, so then just reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. That's the database, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. And you can have a private conversation about how that might go. But uh, I think that's as best as I can do to explain it to you right now. So then you have the same thing. So ending off basically each part of um, the, the beginning of davening is going to more or less be like that using that nusach. So the same thing is going to be when you move on to other parts, for example, Pesukei Zimra. So here we are, Shemar. Or I don't know. Now, one other example that I just thought of that goes back to Psuke de Zimra earlier than the part where we say Ashrei. In the Hodul Hashem Kitel Kilel Mchasta that we normally say on Shabbos. So, if you remember back to our workshop on Psuke de Zimra for Shabbos and for weekdays, so when we got to this point, one of the things we mentioned is that when no sen lechem lechobasar kilel mchasto, hodul kilel shemayim kilel mchasto, doesn't actually end there, but it goes into Ranrit Sadikim Bashem, Laisharb Nevasahila, it goes into the next paragraph. So, how that sounds on Shabbos. So you'll have to go back to the archives to find the uh, Shabbos Pesukei de Zimra workshop. But for here, it should sound like this, where the Nusach, once again, is going to start from the ending point of this paragraph of Hodul Hashem Kitov Kili Olam but it's going to continue going into Rana Nutzadikin. So it would be like this. No sein lachem lachol basar kili olam chasdo hodu lachel hashemayim kili olam chasdo radenu tzadikim b'ashem laisharim navahasehi la. Okay, and then that paragraph again. Nafshenu chaksal hashem is ready to magin yehu kibos machabenu, and that's also going to have the same nusach. So everything is going to have more or less the same nusach. Okay, fine. And where it becomes really. Um, the, when we get to the most nuanced part, is going to be after Nishmas, just before we start Shochei Nahad, in that little section of HaMelech. Um, in the Shalosh Regalim Marathon, we spoke about a little bit why it might be that we start from HaKel Sumos as opposed to Shochei Nahad. But here we go in between. We don't start from HaKel Sumos. And we don't start from Shochenad, but we start from Hamelech. And that one's the easiest to explain, considering Yomim Neroim, Hamelech, Basada, the whole idea of Hashem, you know, Hamelech, HaKadosh, everything about the day screams Malchus. So, of course, we're going to start from there. And we'll get to that. So, so you started in Nishmas, fine. Now, the, the Baal Psuke de Zimra is going to end from Nehalalcha and Shepechacha. And then is where the Baal Shacharis gets ready to go up. Now, when it comes to the nigan that introduces Hamelech, so the nigan itself um, sounds very much like the tune or the nusach for Kol Nidre, which is a separate workshop that we're going to have in the future, Be'ez Ras Hashem. 
But for now, that's something to think about if you know the tune a little bit for Kol Nidre, if you're familiar with. So that's going to be relevant here. Um, it's obviously not exactly the same. And one other um, point is that I've heard this, um, the Nigan going into Hamelech, going into Yoshev, where the, where the, the really um, royal and fancy Nusach really starts to pick up. So I am familiar with uh, a way of doing it that musically I find to be very interesting, and I, I feel like I have a preference which is different from what the normal way of doing it is. So normally, the 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 Hamelech will be on whatever key it is. So I'm just going to pick a key right now, but we'll, we'll do the Nigin soon, but I just want to focus on the Hamelech. So let's say we're doing Hamelech. Right, let's say that's the key that we're doing it on. So the Yoshev, the next word, right? we're talking about the king now sitting down on his seat. So I've heard Yoshev going... Um, the 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 tune going down, right? So so if you did Hamelech, then the Yoshev would be Yoshev. Now or what, what like and it could be I'm not sure how many steps lower the key is supposed to be, and it could be the imagery of of going down. You know there, there's something called um, I believe it's called um, text painting. I don't actually know for sure if that's the name of the phrase um some some musical experts can uh can let me know at the database at gmail.com but i think there's something called text painting where basically you are singing what you are saying so yoshev if you're sitting down right the melech is sitting down so then the key goes down so there's something really beautiful about that i personally like going up at this point and you can do whatever works for you because there, there are certain keys that, you know, if you know um, for yourself what key you sound better on, so that might translate to a preference. So there are different things you can do. Um, and I'll, I, I'll have two um, versions of my favorite way to possibly do this, um, at least the Nigan and the Hamelech. And hopefully this can, uh, um, can account for this text painting. So if, and if it's not clear what I'm saying, I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit more because instead of going down, so I'll tell you what I would prefer. Let's, so let's say I did Hamelech instead of going Yoshev, I would like to keep it back up there because I don't really want to change the key. So I would do Hamelech Yoshev. I definitely prefer that to um because that key isn't really just not as pretty and, and, and you could hear it in my voice different different um voices carry differently when singing different keys some keys are almost um, i don't know if i would call it objectively because a lot of this is subjective but some keys just don't sound as nice and it's important to know for yourself what you're comfortable on so you want to know what key for yourself you don't have to know the letters you just have to know in your ear how it sounds um, whatever whatever um, key you're going to start on, you want to know what your starting key is for the Nigan. You want to know what your starting key is for the word Hamelech, and you want to know what your starting key is for the word Yoshev. Now, what we could do, so, uh, so I'll, I'll do two versions of the Nigan. One that goes with that preference that I mentioned, even though it's not as uh, poetic, but it keeps, you know, it doesn't change the key. And then I'll have an alternative that I think actually might be a little bit more challenging 
But the reason I like it is because it's able to keep me on a key that I both like and one that fits with the poeticness of the Yoshave and going down as the Melech sits down. So the simpler version would be um, to do the Nigan like this. Ah, Simpler version would be Hamelech, which I've heard, but I like the Hamelech. You know that. So, however you want to do it, but okay. And then you go into Yoshev. Yoshev, Okay, so there's that way to do it. But if you want, if you if you want to do it in a way that um, fits that theme of you do Hamelech on this real high, and then Yoshev as the Melech is sitting down, you want to go down the key. So what I would say for myself, at least, if this is the key that I like, then I'll have to start the niggin even higher. So as opposed to, ah, 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 I'll have to go even higher. And what I, as I was thinking about which key to do, this is the one that works for me. might have sounded nice, I realized that actually was not the key that I wanted. The key that I wanted is actually a little bit higher than that, um, if you could imagine. Um, I'll demonstrate that really quickly. Okay, so now that we got through the opening line of Shochenad, I'll mention once again what I mention often is that there isn't only one correct way to do a lot of these things. So I'll try to call out different variations when we get to them and um, just realize that there, again, there's just different ways of doing it. 
So one of those different variations is, but when we get to Bethia Shrim Tisromam, so some people keep this nusach that we've been doing. Some people keep that for Bethia Shrim, and some people return to the Pesukei Zimra nusach, which is what's going to carry us through the rest of Shacharis up until the Shemona Esrei. So some people go to that right at this point. I prefer that way, but I'm going to demonstrate both ways. And what we have to also give a little bit of attention to is the difference between how Ashkenazim say Befiya Sharim on Yomim Noraim. Um, so the difference between that and the way they do it during Shacharis on a regular Shabbos, right? Because we switch up some of the words. Normally we have the acronym um, of Yitzchak in the words Yisharim, Tzadikim, Chasidim, and Kedoshim. Yod, Sadi, Ches, and Kuf. We don't normally have, in the, at least the Ashkenaz davening, is the acronym for Rivka. That the words that are after Yesharim, Tzadikim, Chasidim, Kedoshim. So the third letter in each of those words spells out the word Rivka, but not on Shabbos, only on Yom Nerayim, because we switch some of the words around on Yom Nerayim to get to this point so that we can sing the name Rivka as well, at least allude to the name Rivka. So back in our Shachars for Shabbos workshop, we spoke a little bit about why Yitzchak and Rivka's names are in here. Um, going from ideas, for example, from the Avud Ram, who gives a very Pashup shot Balabatish answer, which if it's true, then it's definitely the answer, but it's not as exciting. Um, he says that the, the, this piece was written by someone named Yitzchak who was married to a woman named Rivka. Now, that doesn't explain why Yomim Norayim um, um, why we only have the Yitzchak and Rivka there, and on Shachars we don't, but for at least for Nusach Svar that normally has the names Yitzchak and Rivka both in there, so that would explain it, um, but doesn't really explain Minhag Ashkenaz. Um, some say uh, that um, um, this um, this I saw quoted from um, Rebbe Aaron Gamliel. Is this, oh, so this is the Mate Aaron, fine. The Mate Aaron points out that Yitzchak and Rivka begematria are tefillah. Okay, that's a beautiful idea. It doesn't explain necessarily why here we have a special reference to that. Um, but the certainly Yitzchak and Rivka would be connected to tefillah. We know that they both davened together, that Hashem should should um, ha- give them children. Um, another idea that I saw brought down is that the word nochach, um, right, so we we find that in the pasuk where Yitzchak and Rivka are davening, it says by Yesar Yitzchak lenochach ishto kiakarahi. The Yitzchak davened opposite his wife. Now we actually had this pasuk in the daf recently in Sukkah. It was talking about how the tefilas of tzaddikim are like pitchforks and atar or an asar, um, based on this word Yesar, which is a, is a lashon of tefillah. So the word nochach is important because apparently um, it's a reference to, or, or the word nishmas kal chai, which we had just earlier. So nun, nishmas kal chaf chai is ches, nochach. So here we're, um, we're almost like appending the shochenad to nishmas kal chai, referencing it by having Yitzchak and Rivka's names in this piece of the davening. So there are a bunch of different answers that can, that can be used to explain the connection. Some might say that it's, uh, again, a reference to, the, um, of course, the Yitzchak and Rivka that we know, that we, we daven um, in this, um, you know, for the schos of um, Yitzchak and Rivka. Why? Maybe because we're referencing the Akedah, right? So on Rosh Hashanah, we know we lay in about the Akedah. It's machlokas if, if the Akedah took place on Rosh Hashanah or on Yom Kippur. Either way, it's one of the themes of the day, so we can definitely think about Yitzchak and Rivka, and Rivka pops in at the very end of the story of the Akedah. We hear about the birth of Rivka. 
So we have that, that connection maybe. The idea maybe also of the Gevura of the day, the Din. So we have reference to Yitzchak and Rivka together. And one of the things I tried to explain in the workshop on Shachris for Shabbos was why, again, in Nusach Ashkenaz at least, only has the, the Rivka in, in Yom Noraim, but not during the year. And I wanted to suggest a Chiddush that maybe, based on the um, Rashi's in Parshas um, Toldos, which tell us about um, two things we know about Rivka. One, um, one as a as a schus to her, as a as a giving her credit, but also explaining a natural disadvantage. Rashi points out that Rivka did not have great yichus, right? She was um, she, despite growing up in the awful home of of the of, the, of being around the likes of Besuel and Lavan, nonetheless she was at Sadekis. So this is a this is to her credit on the one hand, but Fila we know hinges not on our personal merit, but Tfila hinges on our schosavos, which is something that Rivka lacked. So normally we don't want to invoke Rivka's name, perhaps, but during Yamim no Rayim, when we are, when we, when Hashem is mamish, getting off the Kisei Din and sitting on his Yoshev al Kisei Rachamim, so maybe there where Hashem is giving more leeway and you know, uh, we're being given permission to list Palil in Mavayanim, a line that we find in Kol Nidre, that, you know, all of us together, we all have faults. So when Hashem is, is granting more room for Rachamim, so maybe now we invoke the name of Rivka as well. They, they, you know, there's no tefillah that we're shutting the door on. So maybe maybe that's what you can suggest. Now, let's go back to the Nusach, okay? So we have Shochenar. Let's review that, and then we'll we'll segue into the two versions of the Sharim. The one version that's going to maintain the Nusach that we've been doing, this royal fancy Nusach, and the other version that's going to move back into the Psuke de Zimran Nusach. Okay, so here we go. So we did Shochenar. Morum Okay, so now we continue. So that's one way. Or, again, we can go into the Pesach of Zimmer Nusach. So, So then you pause for a little bit. So you have those two options. For some reason, the, the, the second one resonates with me. And, you know, if you're the Chazan or the Baltzfila, I think they're both correct. Um, it could be that the former is more accurate. But nowadays, uh, I don't know if it, it makes a big deal which one you do. But you have those two options, and they both sound pretty nice. Baruch Hashem. Now, from here on in, we continue the Pesuket de Zimra Nusach on the rest of Yomim Norayim Shachars up until Shemona Esrei. However, one thing I'll point out when we get there is what I found from Tikkun Tefillah, 
what do you do when it's Shabbos and we have some Shabbos-exclusive parts? So the Tzikon Tefillah seems to be pretty consistent about his Shita. Rav Sarai says that the Shabbos paragraphs are going to be to the Shabbos Nasach. So keep that in mind as we move forward. So we start with Ma'akalos, Revos, Amchab, Yisrael. And then when you're ready, you open up that... Um, the, the, so Shekin Chavas is a very long end-off point. So you have to really think about how you want to break things up. If writing little things in your or helps you, so then by all means, I have little notes in my are telling me when to go up, when to go down, um, and so on and so forth. Shekin Chavas, Kol Lefanecho Hashem Elokeinu Velokei Avoseinu Leodos Laleel Leshabeach Lefoel Leromeim Lehader Levoreich Lealeu Lakaleis Alkal Direi Shiroz Vzishbechos David Ben Yishai Avdecho Meshichecho and then you go into Yishtabach. And I'll just do a couple of different ways of ending this part off. Let's say you want to start from Brachos, Vehodos, Metaviyat Olam. So just remember that really um, all of those um, those expressions of blessing are supposed to be in one breath. So you should try not to pause before Brachos, Vehodos, Metaviyat Olam, if that's where you want to end off. But okay, fine. So one version might sound like this. Brachos v'hodos me'atavi'at olam Baruch atah Hashem Kel melech gadol batish brachos Kel ha'hodos Adonai neflos Habucher b'shirei zimro Melech kelchei olamim Okay, and maybe I would actually pair those words a little bit differently. I might do Melech Keel Cheholamim as opposed to Melech Keel Cheholamim. The reason why I want Che and Holamim together, we've mentioned in previous workshops, is that Cheholamim is really one expression. He's the life giver of the world. He's not the life giver and of the world, so it should be together. So Melech Keel Cheholamim. So that was one version. Um, another version, and you can go back and listen to that version if you want to, again, just rewind it and see how I did, why is that different from what I'm about to do now. But here we go. Another way to do it is as follows. So let's say you don't want to actually end from Rechos Vados. You could start from Baruch. And you can do like we've been doing before. Baruch Atoh Hashem Kel Melech Gadam Atish Vachos Kel Haodos Adonai Flos Habucher b'shirei zimra, melech kehel chehol amim. Now we get to a somewhat controversial part of the davening, b'shir hamalas mimamakim. The reason why it's controversial is the people in the, you know, the, I guess if you want to call it the brisco or the really halachic or, you know, the Soloveitchik camp, they feel that the b'shir hamalas mimamakim is actually a hefsik. Um, you know, we don't normally do this during the year. And they, um, in fact, this camp does not like the inclusion of the b'shir hamalas in any of the Sarasim Shuba, even though many people have the minhag of saying it at that point. So, and so Rav Ari Marcus, Marashiva from Reshet, he, um, so he, he does not have this practice of saying Shir Hamalos, because, again, it's a hefsik. so he's not into the opening, the Aro, none of that. He doesn't like any of that. Now, what about for the, uh, what's the Limud Schus for everyone you know, Kemat, who has the minog of doing this, even though it's not a universal minog, but it's a very popular minog, even if a lot of yeshivas don't do it. Some, many yeshivas do, and some yeshivas don't. But again, what's the makom for it? So it's based on an Arizal. 
Apparently, you can rely on the Arizal. The Arizal was um, was behind this minhog of saying Shir Hamalos. So if you're doing it, so the the tune, the Nusach, is the Tehillim tune, but you all you know you want to do it nicely, you want to do it slowly, you want to do it with power. So it'll sound something like this. Shir Hamalos. Ima amakim krosicho Hashem. Hashem shmoa bekoli. Tihi ano osnecho kashuvos lekohol tachanunoi. Im abonos tishmarka Hashem miyamad. And so on and so forth. So that's it's going to go like that until the end. And then you get to the end. And then we get back to the Kaddish, which brings us back to the opening Nusach that we had for the Hamelech. It's the, the Shochenad Nusach. So here we go. Yiskadal, Yiskadash, Shimei Rabbah, Vialimad, Viroch, Yerusay, Viamalich, Malchusay, Vichayechon, Uviomechon, Uvichayed, Chobes, Israel, Magalah. Uvisman Karibim Ruame, start again. Before we do Baruch Hu, I'll just mention another thing that I put in my machser. I write down, when do I want to go ay 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 and not say the words? When do I want to go back to the words? So that's something that I that I make notations of in my machser as well. Okay, and then we go back to Baruch Hu. Baruch Hu, es Hashem amevarach. If you want to make it even fancier. Baruch Hu, es Hashem amevarach. Everyone answers. Baruch Hashem amevarach. Now we have the bracha of Yotzer Or, which is a little bit different now. So I've heard different ways of doing that. Um, so um, a basic way that I would do it would be Baruch Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam Hitzia Or Borei Choshech Oseh Shalom Uberei Esakol Or Olam Veltzar Chayim Horos Miofei Olamar Vayehi So I might do something like that. I've, I've heard other Nusuch that it, um, I've heard other versions of how it should be done. So, for example, it would be like this. 
a nusuch that you'd probably be familiar with from Chazar Sashat's Priyamim Naroyim. So the brach will be the same. And now for Or Olam, that part is going to have the tune which is often used in Misod Chachamim. So, Or Olam, Okay, fine. So then we have the pages which some congregations skip, some congregations say them, whatever it is. Okay. Now, you, if it's a regular weekday, you'll have Hameir Laaretz. And the ending off will be the same as regular Yom Nebraim, which we'll get to. But let's say it's Shabbos and you have the paragraph of Akol Yaducha. So Sri Dabuski says you're going to end it the same way you would end for Shabbos, because it's a Shabbos paragraph. So you'll go back to Shabbos paragraph. And in Keladon, you'll just put every tune you want to do it to. Um, if you want to remind everyone that it's Shabbos, maybe you'll do a Shabbos tune. You know, Or let's say you want to do what you would normally do on a Shabbos. Let's say you like doing that could be your intro to that normal that you know that keladon keladon or i've mentioned in previous workshops that I like that to be an intro to a faster song. So you can do and then you could switch it up by Keladon. Regardless, when you get back to that's already going to be back to the Yomim Noroyim Nusach. So here we go, let's do, um, let's do a demo of that. And the same thing when you go for S shame, so the ending off will be the same. Now you'll notice that I put Ke'achad and Onim together. We've mentioned in previous workshops that because of the grammar, because of the sentence structure, although we we normally um, like to do Kudusha Kulam Ke'achad, Onim Yomrim Biyira, you might do that on Shabbos too, 
But even on Shabbos, if you go back to the archives, we differentiated. So instead of doing Kedusha Kalam Kechad Onim Yomrim Biira, we do Kedusha Kalam Kechad Onim Yomrim Biira. We keep the Omrim Biira together. If you're not sure what I mean, so just rewind it, listen to what I did closely, and you'll see what I mean. Okay, fine. So then we have the, prag- the paragraph of Vehovani Machayos Kodesh. Some people say the alternative paragraph that's given in the art scroll, which describes the angels in even greater grandeur. So you could do either way. So for the regular version, sorry, I'll um, false start. Or the alternative paragraph or line. Okay, fine. And then we have the Birchas Kriya Shema, which we've already officially started, but um, here we go. We have Lakiel Baruch. So you start from, um, very simple, you can do. Okay, fine, so there's that. Um, very simple. And then we can do the same. So then we have the um, Kiravtanu Lashimcha, okay? The Kiravtanu Lashimcha Gadol Salavimes. And we go into Shema. If it is Yom Kippur, even though we're mainly focusing on Rosh Hashanah for now, so you say Baruch Shem out loud. Okay, fine. We skip to the end of Shema. We're almost at the end of this workshop. Here we go. So, for ending off Hashem Elokeichem Emes, keeping the same Nusuch. Hashem Elokeichem Emes. Viatsev and Echamekamesha. We don't want to pause between Emes and Viatsev, so you make sure to always start by Viatsev right after Emes. And since it's not so clear, even though our Machsarim and Sidurim have ending offs for all of these paragraphs of Viatsev, Al Rishonim, and Ezras, um, apparently, Back in the day, you know, um, these were all maybe one piece. So it's not so clear that they're supposed to end off for them. So we'll, we'll do like an ending off for each of them, but in a more relaxed sort of way, you know, less fancy. So it might be like this. You know, nothing, nothing too grand, just, you know, making sure people know where you're up to. And then, we're at the end, we're up to, I'm going into, just about to start from Esrei. Everyone says, Fine. And if you could do it nicely and loudly, Hashem Yimlo, Hukli Alombo, 
And now we're finishing off. Sur Yisrael, going into Shemona Esrei. Sur Yisrael, Kumo B'Yisras Yisrael, Uvdechenu Mecha, Yehuda B'Yisrael, Lo Aleinu Hashem Tzavakos, Shemo Kedosh Yisrael, Baruch Ato Hashem, Goal Yisrael. Right, there's different sum of opinion. Um, as to whether or not you should say Ga'al Yisrael quietly. I think most of the posts can actually say you should say it out loud. I know that Rav Salvechik does that. Ravari Marcus, based on that, um, says Ga'al Yisrael out loud. Um, do whatever your shul's minhag is. And that takes you from the beginning all the way into Shemona Esrei, which Be'ezras Hashem, in the next workshop, hopefully we will cover the Chazar Sashats for day one and day two of Rosh Hashanah. Talk about the different things you have to have in mind. And... As we'll see, when it comes to tune choices, so there are strategies and things you can do well in advance from the time that you get up to the Amud, which we're going to discuss, which can help you in your agenda of uplifting um, the tefillah of the kahila. And one thing to always remember as you're doing this, and something I really should have started with, but now that you've made it this far is that when you're davening for the Yom Yom Narayim, it's a very personal thing. We're going to see this play out very much in the Chazar Sashat's workshops, and we'll, you know, we'll review this idea, but that is that it's not, you know, it's, it's a very personal and humbling time as much as it is, um, I guess, spoiling, and as much as it is um, something that builds you up and, and has the potential to make you feel this sense of grandeur um, because, oh, look how great I sound, so we've mentioned that this is furthest from what the mindset has to be of a chazan and a baltfila. So we really have to work on channeling that right mindset, and we'll we'll so we'll see that um, as the we as we unfold the chazar sashats, we'll see how even the composers of the tefilos had all of this in mind about how a chazan a baltfila should approach the the avoda of representing the Tzibor in this really great and powerful um, davening on these awesome days. So more of that to come as we move into the Chazar Sashats. In the meantime, look forward to davening with you again in the future. Thank you for joining us here at The Database.